Hello, and welcome to Newsweek's Parting Shot, your dose of everything pop culture. I'm H. Allen Scott. Discovering new talent is so rare these days. You know what I mean? It always feels like you see some new person in a TV show or movie. They're doing a good job, and so you go and you look them up, and then you discover that they're the son of some celebrity or the daughter of some producer or director. Even though that certainly doesn't take away from their talent or the amazing performance, it does change how you look at them. The nepotism in Hollywood is, to put it bluntly, unhinged. So when you see a new talent freshly discovered, it's so exciting. And today I'm spotlighting two amazing new talents who will no doubt blow your minds, not only in their new projects, but also, I feel like, for years to come. My first chat will be with Michael Ward, star of the new film Empire of Light. Now, imagine you've only been acting professionally for a couple of years, and all of a sudden you're cast in a new film by Oscar-winning director Sam Mendes. Oh, and your co-stars are going to be Oscar winners Olivia Colman and Colin Firth. For most, that would be intimidating, but not for Ward. We talked about that, UK cinema, and what it's like to be the subject of a lot of Oscar buzz. After my chat with Ward, I'll talk with Mallory Johnson. Similar to Ward, Johnson is quite literally brand new to the world of TV and film. She basically graduated from Juilliard only to be cast as the star of the new FX limited series Kindred, based on the best-selling novel. Kindred tells the fictional story of Dana, played by Johnson, who is an inspiring writer and she finds herself mysteriously pulled back and forth in time to a 19th century plantation. The show is wild and you must watch it, especially for Johnson's performance. It's incredible. Mallory and I talked about what it's like to be number one on the cast list, how she mentally took care of herself during such an intense shoot, and what she's working on next. So sit back, grab a snack, because I'll be right back with Michael Ward, followed by my chat with Mallory Johnson. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The film, incredible. Like, how does it feel to be a part of one of this year's, like, literally most highly anticipated movies? Because, I mean, it's on everybody's list. <laughs> um, how does it feel? It feels um, exciting. Um, I feel truly blessed, you know, to to be to be able to tell a story with the people that we've been able to tell the story with, and also something that's like you know close to London culture and um, you know in the eighties and stuff like the story for me was exciting. So it just feels good to be like you know a part of a story that's just good and part and to be work collaborating with so many amazingly talented people. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I, I haven't really you know, fed into the anticipation, but I, I hope everyone wants to watch the film. You know, it's, it was important to Sam, um, especially because it's so personal to him and it's also important to us because, you know, we worked on it um, for a little bit and, you know, we, we, we really just enjoyed the process. Yeah. And it, I mean, 
I think you should really just feed into the anticipation because it feels good. It feel, I mean, and, and the, the, the success of people seeing it and then raving about it, the anticipation is warranted. Like it's things are going to be good when it comes out, but the film really is a love letter to not only cinema, but also that particularly like British cinema and that era in the eighties in the UK, like what that's, did that stand out to you? Um, for me, yeah. I mean, the, the style was was clear, you know, it being in the 80s and the cars and, you know, the, the, the clothes, the costume and just how it looks, especially um, setting it, you know, with a sea, sea, in a seaside town um, where we filmed was this place called Margate in the southeast coast of England. Um, and it just didn't feel like it was modern there anyway. So to like have that there and it feels so authentic and real, I think it's just exciting, man. Um, it's testimony to the world that Sam wanted to create. Um, it's testimony to the world that Sam knew and how authentic he could make it. And we just had to, you know, kind of um, be involved with with that vision. You know what I mean? I think it was it was beautifully shot by Roger and Sam, you know, that day. You know, Roger grew up in a seaside town, so he knew exactly how he wanted to shoot all the exterior stuff. And he was very, um, you know, quite meticulous in the things that he wanted within within the cinema as well to, in order for, for light to, to kind of capture us in the best way. So, yeah, man, um, it is truly more than a love letter to, to cinema um, and even to the period, you know, it's like really just a complex story with loads of different themes kind of fl- weaving in and out. And obviously men- mental health being the forefront of that. Yeah. And I mean, just as someone not from the UK, I feel like every British film I see, if it's not set in London, it has to be on a seaside. Like the, I don't, I don't feel like there is, I feel like the UK in general is just all seaside. If it's not London, I mean, from an outsider's perspective completely. <laughs> yeah, no, that's of course. But for me, it's crazy because the place that we we shot in Margate, I'd, I'd only been there once before on this church trip when I was a little bit younger. And before I'd gone to that um, trip for the first time, I didn't even know there were sandy beaches in London, bro. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Um, I literally yeah. just thought they were like cobbled cobbled beaches and stone beaches and stuff like that. But that was the first, when I went there for that first time, I was like, wow, there's actually sandy beaches in, in the UK. Obviously, yeah. I know now a lot more, but at that point, I didn't. Um, so yeah, it's quite, it's quite scary. I had a similar experience when I went to Brighton for the first time and I realized yeah. that British people can be just as tacky as Americans. Like I, and yeah. it, it made me happy. It made me proud in a way, <laughs> you know? Tackiness is, tackiness is universal. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the cast, you mentioned the cast and the cast is just out of this world. Incredible. I mean, the fact that like Colin Firth, Olivia Coleman, like it's just, it's wild. What was it like to be working with actors who literally have Oscars at home and just like, they're just, they're huge. Like, were you intimidated at all? Um, I definitely wasn't intimidated. I was more so um, kind of just buzzing and excited to work with them. To that. For me personally, bro, I haven't really trained a lot or done anything like that. So like, any opportunity I get to learn, you know, especially from people, like you said, that have won Oscars and, you know, I kind of, you know, who, who you look at as super successful actors. And as Sam um, said the other day, they're pretty much national treasure, treasures, bro, in, as far as um, film and TV is concerned anyway. Um, so to get to the opportunity to work with them was more exciting than being intimid- intimidated. I never 
was scared to get on set with anyone. I was more just that I can't wait so I can see what they bring and, and also just see kind of the, the process. Because I feel like I'm still trying to understand my process as an actor. Yeah. Um, other than approaching it in an authentic and real way, I want to know ways of like, you know, accessing um, truth and being able to be truthful in different ways, which I think Olivia and Colin do really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and also all the other actors that, like, you know, Toby Jones, who plays Norman, incredible yeah. actor. Um, Tom Brooke, who plays Neil. Like, you know, I had intimate scenes with these, these guys. So, you know, it was... It was amazing to see how how they work and how it differs differs from how I work and also how it differs from differs from the idea that I had, um, you know, of how people that have been doing this for years approach the the, the craft. You know, yeah. everyone just has their own way, and it's exciting to see that. You know, I wasn't doing anything wrong. It was more so just having my own kind of way of getting the truth, the same way they do. Yeah, and it's kind of, I mean. Because you haven't really even been acting for that many years. I mean, and the 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 projects that you've done have been, I mean, some pretty great projects. And now that you're in this kind of project with these people, it really is a testament, I think, to your abilities and sort of the 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 attention and your abilities as an actor. But like, I mean, do you ever are you ever sort of surprised that you've had you've been able to work with the people you've been able to work with and do the things you've done this young and this this early in your career? definitely surprised yeah. definitely because it's, it's like you know the opportunities especially but like i don't know basically since i started acting it just feels like the opportunities are just arising i never know i like, i'd never go and say oh you know my next film i'd love to work with sam mendes because you don't even think that sam mendes is going to be making a film no. that will have a black lead like especially a young black lead yeah that i can play do you get what i'm trying to say so it's yeah. like these opportunities just come up and you're like fuck man this is me like i can i can do this yeah you know what i mean uh, and that i think that's what's exciting even the same thing with um steve mcqueen i remember the, the first time that audition went out i was like yo i'm jamaican i need to get seen for this like, i have to um and it just you know the opportunities just keep um presenting themselves and I, and for me i've always been an opportunist that from from young i've always just wanted to seize opportunities that have been presented in front of me um and just being making sure that i'm the most prepared that I can be for when the opportunity arises um, to be able to, you know, put myself in best stead when yeah. I get in front of someone like Sam Mendes. So, you know, I don't look like a, not, obviously I'm still a rookie, but you know what I mean? The, but you don't want to look like you're out of, um, out of depth. And I felt like, you know, even the process of auditioning with Sam, it was very collaborative. It was very, much uh, him asking me a lot of questions how i felt what i would like to see and what i wouldn't like to see and i felt like you know as an actor coming in who like i said is very much at the beginning of their career and working with someone that's been working with and also with worked with in, in the most incredible actors yeah. people that i admire and respect you know um to see him get have the sense of vulnerability um with someone like me Mm-hmm. was was tremendous and also it just made me realize that no matter how successful you are in life you can always always learn from each other you know yeah yeah definitely and that, i mean and one of the things about working with someone like sam mendez or even just the other cast is that it really elevates what you're doing and it also elevates it puts a spotlight on sort of your performance in a lot of ways which and i know you're not feeding into the anticipation but a lot of you're on a lot of oscar lists i mean a lot of Oscar. i, I, I did my research this morning and you're on a lot of them and I mean, I know you don't want to feed into that, but also how does that just feel for your name to be in that mix in an Oscar sense? It, 
That must be strange. I mean, I don't, it, it's, it must be, well, it must be really a nice feeling. I've never had that. Like, what are you, what are you feeling right now? Um, you know what, to be honest with you, it's just, I just feel blessed, bro. Like, honestly, I know it's like, you know, like a cop-out answer, but it, it, it essentially is just how I feel. I just feel super blessed, man. Like, I just know there's so many people that would, that would love that. And, um, mm. you know, probably more than I do. But I just want to keep telling stories, man. Like, I think that, and also what's good about, you know, my name being, you know, made amongst these names and lists is that it brings more people to want to watch the film. And I think that's what's important. So they can see the story that we're trying to, trying to tell. And also what's good about it is, you know, people that, that you never think you, you would even imagine your name next to theirs or even in the same sort of conversation yeah. is actually incredible. You know what I mean? I remember I was in um I was in Paris the other day and I, and, I, and I saw Leonardo DiCaprio and I did I didn't know what to say to him but my first I could say yeah I've just worked with Sam Mendes you know who you worked with and yeah. you know what I mean it's like it's, yeah. it's a mutual thing he's like yeah I love Sam and I can't wait to see the film and that's for me he's one of my favorite actors so the fact that I know someone like him will probably is probably gonna watch the um the screenplay yeah. is incredible whereas my other work I'm not so sure if people would have watch those things you get what i mean yeah although they're, they're still great in their own way um so i think that's that's also what's good about um you know being amongst these lists and being amongst these names but the, the most important thing is that it brings more people to want to see the story and my performance uh, my performance and therefore the story definitely i mean and that kind of leads me to my next question is with the film being in so many festivals and being shown all around you going around the the world really is promoting the film okay. Like, because you just said you were just in Paris, and I know there was a London uh, premiere, and yeah. there was a lot of different things. Toronto, yeah, you right. Yeah, I so went like, to Middleburg. I was in Middleburg um, yesterday. Yeah, um, <laughs> Middleburg Film Festival. You know, um, Savannah Film Festival next week. I mean, I'm just enjoying it, man. I'm soaking it up. You know, being a part of that in this process. That at the beginning, again, like I said, is just. You know, we're just soaking it up, man, and go and just go, we're just riding the wave. Yeah, you know, it's just sometimes it's just nice to just chill and just ride the wave and just do what they want me to do and um, just enjoy it and soak it up and meet people and you know, um, yeah, man, it's just a great for me. It's a great process. Yeah, and oh well, and just like you, because a lot of your past work has been very sort of like focused in the UK and it hasn't necessarily gone over to the US. Now you're getting a lot of US attention, which I can imagine leads to some interesting comparisons between what it's like to promote a show or be in a film, a big film or movie or TV show in the UK versus what it's like to be in the US with a big movie. What are some of the differences you're seeing in sort of being a part of this US Hollywood infrastructure now that this promotion infrastructure that we have here? I mean, it's just um, bigger. You get what I'm trying to say? You got to remember the US um, compared to the UK is just like, um, you know, it's, it's a huge difference. I like to say everything's kind of 10 times. So anything that I'd be doing is that in London is that 10 times more, but also keeping the same sort of um, intention. You know, you don't want to be doing way too much and mm. that, you know, kind of watering yourself down. You know what I mean? You want to make sure everything that you do is strong and focused and intentional. So um, I think, you know, me and my team have, have been um, great with doing that. And um, yeah, you know, I've been just enjoying it so far. It hasn't felt too overbearing. It hasn't felt anything like that. It's just in, I'm just enjoying it. It's getting to speak about 
a process that I, that I just really enjoyed that was completely different to what I've been able to do before for me is is incredible you know this is the first time that I've, I've really been able to embody um, a character that's not too far away from me but just a little bit further away from me from the characters that I've played in terms of um, culture and the music he listens to and yeah. You know what I mean? Things just been a little bit more further away, which I enjoyed. And even the voice, you know, it's not a voice that I speak in. Um, so it's not like an accent or anything, but it's just changing the way my vernacular was and stuff like that was was really exciting. You know, these are the these are the reasons why I believe I wanted to be an actor to really like embody someone and yeah. really create someone and you know, kind of understand how they think, feel. I remember we used to do like acting games when you're young and you do like you know a hot seat and you know i'm trying to say and you have to really yeah. become that character and it was doing like a lot of things like that in the process like not you know literally but um you know doing things like that where i really have to you know think what steven would think watching yeah. all the films that he would have watched you know checking out the people that he mentions that like richard Pryor yeah and john belushi you know what i mean and yeah. listening to the music that he'd listen to that he mentions um Mm-hmm. And also the fact that he studies architecture, I was I was really trying to understand um, what that course was like back then, and what he would have been studying, and what we, he would go on to study. Yeah, um, yeah, man, it was just a lot of that, but it was really just in terms of a process, just really different to what I've, I've been used to. So, and even getting the, the the time that I had to be able to rehearse, it was exciting. Yeah, um, you know, I feel like Sam just set up um, this environment for you to kind of really do your best work which i thought was incredible yeah definitely well my last question for you is now that you've worked with i mean you worked with a lot of great people but now that you work with sam mendes who is you know he's up there he's he's yeah. <laughs> he's up there in terms of the directors working today what for the future going forward like is there anybody you're dying to work with is there any anything you're dying to do that's just sort of in the forefront of your head right now Honestly, there's just, there's so many people I'd love to work with, you know, there's been so many amazing directors over the years and just amazing stories. I guess, um, you know, because I, I, I've been watching a lot of films on the planes recently, yeah. I, I watched um, Interstellar and Memento. Yeah. Uh, and I also watched The Game the other day. So David Fincher and Christopher Nolan are really directors that I'd love to work with, um, you know, but the, the list goes on, honestly. Safdie Brothers, Ava DuVernay. Yeah, on but we could be here all day, and also <laughs> actors, actors wise, it's the same thing, you know. Um, I'd love to work with Leonardo DiCaprio one day. Yeah, um, and also Kevin Hart. Yeah, like he's one of my favorites. I'd love to work with him. But yeah, man, it's just the Kevin just Hart. That's a plot twist. I wasn't ex- because I mean, so much yeah, of that your is, work. That's gonna end. Have, have you? Yes, yeah, a lot of drama. <laughs> yeah. Have, do you want to do comedy? Yeah. Is that sort of a thing you'd be into? You know what? It's not even the fact that I want to do comedy. I feel like Kevin Hart's just been influential in terms of how I've kind of got into doing this. You know, I remember literally watching one of his stand-ups and at the end of it, he started crying and just, you know, he was just really grateful mm. to be able to be doing what he was doing. And then I'm not going to lie, that really spurred me on to just take a risk, you know, take a risk and, and do something that I love. And, you know, I just like to think of moments in my life what have had a, like, you know, allowed me to have a breakthrough kind of moment or thought. And I really think that really had an impact on how I started thinking yeah. um, literally back then. So I just love to work with him because of that sole, yeah. perp- um, sole reason, you know, and I just love his work as well. I just love how hard he worked. And yeah, man, that, you know, of course, but this is the thing. I, I don't just want to be stuck in one bracket. I'd love to do a comedy one day. Yeah. I'd love to do an action film. And, you know what I mean? I want to do it all. But as long as the, 
the the story is good and there's the there's truth and um kind of um just something exciting about the character that makes yeah. me feel passionate to tell that story and be um this person um for me that's 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 what's exciting that's awesome well thank you so much for taking the time to do this i you. you're great and it's gonna be i think i think people are gonna see a lot more of you in the next few months thank you thank you so much don't go anywhere now because i'll be right back with my chat with mallory johnson star of the fx new limited series kindred Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The show is incredible. I mean, I am blown away by you and just the impact of the show. It's just so heavy and real and just beautiful to watch. And it's just, there's so many things about it that I just want to rave about, but I have a million questions, which is my job for you. So that's good that I'm here. What what enticed you to do this role? Like what excited you about Dana? Oh my God. I mean, so many things. When I first read the book i felt that there was just something so charming and rich and powerful about dana's connection to her own ancestry um and this story told from a historical uh, perspective that kind of gave a different like fresh look at slavery mm-hmm. essentially and uh to not only watch a show that was just like, or see a story or a book or a, a narrative that was a historical viewpoint on slavery that was about just watching it, watching the history of it, but actually like a girl who could have her hand in her own ancestry and change it. That was so mm-hmm. interesting and, and cool to me. And I think Dana, there's something that's, um, she's so clever. She's so resourceful. She's so witty and intelligent. And I just love that. I fell in love with her. And awesome. Yeah. I mean, she's just awesome. She's such a fierce character. She's so fierce. She's so fierce and strong. And like, I really embody that in my own life. So it was just like a way for me to grab onto something that was that palpable and powerful. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. There is something in recent years, there's been... I, and I'm I'm so happy about it because I think this conversation the the conversation around slavery is ongoing and the impact of slavery on not just you know black people black uh, you know people across the world but yeah. also Americans it's American history in a lot of ways and we haven't had a proper in my opinion we haven't had a proper conversation about yeah. slavery especially in in a lot of historical concepts and it's what I love about this show is that it sort of takes this modern woman and it it has that narrative around slavery from our modern eyes and our take and our reaction to it and her reaction to it and the horror of it was that was that something that stood out to you and what are your thoughts on sort of this just this a really welcoming in my opinion new conversation on slavery and what we should be grappling with as americans yeah i mean yeah there's so much i could say about this but for me it's 
we're not that far removed from what happened. You know, we're not that far removed from this horrific tragedy that affects us culturally to this day. And I think that that's what's so beautiful about the show is that it shows that that direct connection. You know, I see so much conversation and discourse in our communities, in the Black community, in the community of America that um, yeah. kind of represents and shows that there's still unrest between uh, uh, everyone you know, historically yeah. happened has affected us so strongly that we are still dealing with the the um, the echo of what happened. And I think the only way that yeah. we're able to reconcile with ourselves and our place on this land is if we go back and we have those conversations and we look at what brought us here, what brought us to this point. I mean, that I, to me, that's the only way that you can go forward is to, is to go back. It's almost like in one of my castmates, yeah. almost like drawing an arrow, you know, and the only way that you can actually mm -hmm. launch yourself forward is to pull yourself back. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's so true. That's so true. Show. Yeah, that's so true. It's so as I was watching it, I was thinking, you know, like I'm a Jewish American and I, yeah. I the Holocaust is a trauma that, that affects Jewish, well, it affects everyone, but it affects Jewish people. Yeah. And I would think that it's sort of, it's, it's very much similar with slavery and the trauma that we're continuing to sort of have to work through, I think, collectively as marginalized people in different groups with these with the, I mean, there's still the language from slavery. There's still, yeah. there's so many things that we have to deal with in a traumatic way. And the show does a beautiful job of showing this modern woman and how she reacts yeah. to the trauma of slavery in a lot of ways. Don't you yes, think? Yes, absolutely. And how, and how the way that she reacts is not that much uh, far removed from <laughs> way yeah. that her ancestors had to react and deal with that trauma you know she's still um reconciling with that in her own life in the present day there's still mm -hmm. that those dealings with even even with her neighbor you know it, there's just a lot yeah. of um parallels between what we experience now yeah. and what we experienced then and it's it's something that i don't think we should try and forget yeah yeah and what's also great about the show is that it's it's almost hard to even give it a genre because it's there are it's so many genres yeah. you know what i mean like watch i'm like it's a thriller sure it's a drama sure it's kind of sci-fi in a way it's like there's like all of these kind of crazy things that you could put on it how would what genre how would you describe the genre that this My show God, is I, or the limited I, I i agree i wouldn't uh i cannot pin down the genre of the show and i think that's what's really cool about that's like the coolest thing about the show to me is that it's a, a mystery yeah. it's a drama it's a science fiction it's a horror it's a yeah. rom-com yeah. like it's all these yeah. things um all in one yeah. and and that's that's exciting because there's something for everyone in this show i think yeah yeah there really is there really really truly is the other thing that like sort of sort of hit me as i was watching it was this is just sort of the beginning of your career which like blows me away that you not only were so fortunate and lucky enough to get this role so early in your career and it's such like a i mean it's a great way to start your career yeah. <laughs> in a lot of ways were, were you but that must have also been like 
intimidating in a way because it's such it's so much to carry on your shoulders in a way like was it intimidating at all to you it was terrifying it still is terrifying <laughs> um <laughs> i uh i had a lot of oh my god this was like one of the most challenging things i've ever done in my life first of all i was like just coming out of school so i was still feeling mm. like everyone was my teacher like you know trying to please brandon and trying to please my directors when i first got on set and i just struggled to kind of understand my place particularly when you're number one on a set you know everyone's kind of actually looking to you to lead uh lead the show lead the 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 kind of energy and and what's happening on set and i didn't know that i didn't understand that until halfway through the process and and then i really was able to kind of step into that role um, but it took me a while. I was really unsure of myself. I was like one of the only people on set to never really have experience on a set. And um, it was wow. difficult. It was really intimidating. And there were many days where I doubted myself and I doubted my yeah, player. Yeah, for sure. Because it's very different. In a, I mean, because you're, you're from Juilliard, correct? Yeah. 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 So it, it's different from theater in the sense that like at least in all my experience with theater is that theater is a very collab this even the star of the play is it's a very collaborative you can't do it without everybody else but on a set on the call sheet you're number one like you're people it's not like that in theater in a way and and it's I can imagine that being intimidating. It was terrifying. And also I was there every single, I mean, it was, it was a show where I was like in 90% of the show. So like, I mean, yeah. I was there every, pretty much every single day and every minute of that day. Mm. And it would, it took a lot wow. work wise for me. That was the first time I had ever worked like that for six months straight. Like my body was tired. My brain was tired. Yeah. I was like, going i was going through it for real but it was all it's so um rewarding in the end to like yeah. that like yeah. yeah never thought i could do i'm sure i mean that that's something that i was thinking about too i always wonder this with something like a project like this where not only are you like you said in 90 percent of it and you're the star of it and you're there every day but also the subject matter is so heavy and it's so emotional how i always wonder about like self-care during a thing like this and how do you sort of handle taking care of yourself while at the same time giving all of yourself to this this important character and story that like is important for people to watch and know and understand you know i i, I didn't <laughs> i wish i could say like i had a process um i really yeah. did not i mean i uh now i do now through through that through kind of going like putting myself through the ringer of that now now in my other projects i'm like oh, okay we gotta we gotta take a second we gotta take a day we gotta make sure we get to bed early wasn't doing that at all i yeah. mean i was just like purposefully kind of putting myself through it and i think that really actually i hate to say it it's so unhealthy but that it really did help my understanding of this character because she's going through it she's oh. actually like uh she's not sleeping she's not sleeping well she's like trying to figure out what is happening to her she's off the hinge you know what i'm saying and i felt that way i i honestly think the show was kind of playing um on me internally in a way too towards the end i just would go home and be yeah. like sad and anxious and not really yeah. understanding why or not knowing how to deal with it really 
I hoped you watched some good reality TV or something when you were some. I mean, just like something to break away from that, you know? I, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> but I wish I had, you know, I wish I had. I wish I had yeah. the, the, the knowledge to have done that. You mm-hmm. know? Well, one thing that I was, as I was watching it, it does, I mean, I don't know you, but it feels like you really. It, I, I was watching you play this part and it felt like so authentic to you in a lot of ways. Like the, it felt like you resonated with the character in a lot of ways. What, what's something about Dana that you really related to? And what's something that is just like, I, that is not me, uh, <laughs> you know? Oh my God. I relate to Dana in so many ways. I mean, just the fact that like her family doesn't really <laughs> like understand her. She's kind of like this chaotic, like girl on the move, trying to become an artist and uh, do things her own way. And uh, I just got that. I understood like her journey in that sense, her need to try and become something that you know, not everyone around her understood and her isolation with herself and uh, her just like sporadically meeting this guy, you know, I just like got it. You know, I was like this like, yuck. and I was like, felt like <laughs> literally me in college. So I was like, oh, yeah, 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 that, that, I get that. But I think what's what was so different um, from me that Dana had, which that I loved and that I like drew on every single day was her strength. I just was, I just mm. really admired the way that she was always determined. She was always resourceful. She was always trying to find a way yeah. to figure out what was going on with her, how to get through what was happening to her. She had this like this uh, strength that I wish I, I wish I had in my own self. You know, I, I feel like I'm a strong person, but you know, especially during that time, I need that. Yeah. I needed that from her. Wow. Wow. What do you hope people ultimately take from this film or this? I never know what to call something like this limited <laughs> series series, you know, and I watched it as a film. It really kind of felt very oh, cinematic that's, that's to me. So good. Um, I don't, you know, I hope people take away so much. Mainly I hope people take away. Well, that there's an importance in, in us continuing to tell our stories as black people holding a candle for the, the voiceless and to me the voiceless being all of our ancestors who had experienced those i mean horrifically traumatic things um that we cannot forget in the same way that we cannot forget uh our our brothers and sisters who who have fallen in in the black lives matter movement it's 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 the same thing for me a candle for those voices and then at the same time i also think the show kind of poses something that's really beautiful which is that we all have this kindred connection in a way and there's this like tie to everyone in the world everyone who has experienced time on earth there's this weird uh uh, a tie that we all have through history through our energy exchanges with each other that i don't think ever dies i think that it, it's something that lives on and lives through us. And I think that's why we have this this kind of um, domino effect on each other throughout time, throughout history, throughout lineage. So I think that's that's one of the most beautiful things about the show. I hope people really like connect to that and take take away from that in the show. That's beautiful. Well, the, my last question for you is considering this is sort of your first 
big project. I'm sure there are many ways you want to go and things you want to be doing. What's next for you? And like, what are you most excited to do? Like, what do you, what, what excites you um, next? Oh my gosh. I, well, actually <laughs> I'm like working on this show called Genius. Um, that's really, mm. really quotes about Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. And I'm really excited about the the character I play in this show. I, I don't know how much I can probably not say too much. Yeah, you probably can't say a lot, but I love that you're excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. There, uh, it's a character I've never like got to act out before, and it's really different from this, and it's really different from anything I've done. So I'm I'm excited for people to see that too. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this, and have a great rest of your day. You too, you too. Lovely talking with you. I'm telling you, Empire of Light and Kindred are two exciting new projects that you really, really need to get into. And get into Michael Ward and Mallory Johnson because they're great. I mean, you heard them. They're great. Let me know what you thought of today's episode. You can find me at HLN Scott on everything. And thanks for listening to Newsweek's Parting Shot. If you liked what you just heard, you know what to do. Go leave a little rating and review and maybe, maybe, just maybe, share it on social media. For more on the latest news and podcasts, head to Newsweek.com and follow Newsweek on all the social platforms. And while you're at Newsweek.com, be sure to subscribe to Newsweek's For the Culture newsletter. It's fun. It's for me. It's two times a week, and you're going to love it. Until then, watch something fun and have a great day. Hold up. 